welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show to and singer Ronnie Romero. How are you? Hello, Sean. All good. Thank you. Good, good. good. Thanks for being on. You have a new album out. Well, actually, it will be out. You've actually been pretty prolific because if you look at it, you, you had what, two kind of covers albums plus Elegant Weapons and now your yeah. new album, Too Many Lies, Too Many Masters, right? Am I saying right? Yeah. Yeah, Too Many Lies, Too Many yeah. Masters. Which yeah, I have a copy true. of and heard it, which is freaking fantastic. So, like to me, it's like listen to that one or the new Elegant Weapons. I mean, it's just still kind of a new album. It's like got a lot going on there. <laughs> Let's jump in. How are yep. you finding time to do all this? So, like, you literally did you just start on your solo stuff after Elegant Weapons? I mean, because obviously, there's a lot of people involved in Elegant Weapons that are in other, a lot of other large bands too. You know. Yeah. Well, actually, um, that album was recorded um, right after the pandemic, if I remember correct. Um, okay. Yeah, we were still like uh, it was at the end of all this lockdown situation, all this stuff. I've lost and, track of time, uh, so please forgive me if my timeline's a little off right now. <laughs> like three years, also just don't count for me all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just funny how everybody is like uh, from COVID post or pre-COVID. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, the album, it was recorded a couple of years ago already. Oh. Yeah. So, um, we were just waiting for the right moment to release it and, 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 and to go on tour a little bit after the release. And and that was it. And it, coincidentally, it was like because of I was doing the solo albums. I did uh, two covers albums first. Uh, because at the beginning I was not totally convinced to make a solo album. Uh, what was you know, the feedback the record... from that? The idea from people, I'm sorry, as I, as I asked that, I want to just jump in. The, the the feedback from the fans, were they like, this is what we want, we want more, we want original, we like the idea of you solo? I mean... It's a mix yeah. of different things. You know, the, the, the record labels, they were chasing me for the last few years to, to try to make a solo record, and it, I was not too much into the idea, right? Really, <laughs> you know? You know, I was, you know, I was, I was playing with Michael Schenker. We were doing albums with Michael Schenker. We were writing music together, yeah. and then I was doing Elegant Weapons and all, another couple of things. And 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 I I didn't find the right moment to you know to make up like a solo career. But then um, they came with this idea to make a covers album, and that was a fun idea for me uh, since I love many bands and to make covers. Right. So it was like, okay, I will do this, and. You know, it was so good that the people, they, they really loved it. And we needed to make a second volume of <laughs> the covers up right away. Um, yeah. And then considering that the people were uh, like happy that I'm doing something by myself with my name on it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I felt like, okay, this maybe this is the right moment to do something by, by, by yeah. myself. It makes sense. Because I think one of the great things about this and people that aren't aware, they have to go back. I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's new people that are hearing you today that aren't aware of. First, like you've been in a bunch of other bands, you sang a bunch of performances, and people should go out and seek you out, Ferryman, and just like so many great projects. Obviously, with Richard Blackmore and, and Michael Stryker, you mentioned. But what's great is even on these solo albums, you didn't just do a, a, a cover, a copy rendition. You kind of put your own feel into the songs, into these covers. And you also went deep on the covers. You didn't just do everyday popular covers either, which kind of was fun as a fan. For me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. who's doing accept covers yeah. right now? Who's doing, like, Fast of the Shark? That is great. Like, you don't get that. Yeah. 
that was actually the uh, the main idea when I when I uh, agreed to make this covers album. I was like, okay, I will do this, but I don't want to do the you know the typical thing, and something like the people they really like expect me to sing, because you know I was singing with Richie Blackmore and Rainbow, so obviously yeah. the people are gonna think, okay, I'm gonna sing Dio and Rainbow and all this stuff. So I really want to surprise the people in that way. And and since I have this huge catalog of influences, because, you know, I grew up listening to music. My yeah. father, rest in peace, he was a huge fan of all those classic American rock bands like Kansas, Boston, and, and all that stuff. Um, I, I thought, okay, I will go in that way. So it's going to be like, a, it's going to be a covers album at the end, but at least it's going to be a little bit more fresh to listen. It's it's amazing because I, 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 you're like you're like in your early forties. It's amazing the legends that you've already played with. It's it's crazy to think about. <laughs> you ever like realize yeah. that? Like you, I mean, you have a voice. You deliver. You do the goods. You wouldn't be with these musicians if you couldn't do your job. You know what I'm saying? So you had a great yeah. voice. And I think it was great with the covers albums. And, and I was going backwards into it because I heard you from the other bands. I hadn't heard the cover albums because I don't do a lot of covers. But doing this, I went back and listened to it after listening to the album. And it's really unbelievable the, the amount of range that you can, I don't, there's really nothing you can't do. I mean, this really, these handful of albums kind of show that you <laughs> can pretty much do everything. And, you know, and it leads up to now, I think, talk, I want to talk about the album itself. It's so heavy. I was not expecting it to be so heavy from you. Like, it's a good, it's not just a rock, it's got like a metal feel to it. It's just heavy, like <laughs> old sabbath heavy. Like, it's not even sound like Sabbath, but you know what I mean? It just feels heavy. Yeah, and, yeah. And so you submit those cover pop, not really pop, but you know what I'm saying, songs. And then you get this <laughs> album. I'm like, man, it's a, but it's good. I want the fans to check. I think it's 15th, 25th. I'm, I might have the dates wrong. I'm I even 15th. Okay, it's good. People have to check it out. I mean, this is really it's a heavy, heavy, heavy album. Um, songwriting. Have you were you doing songwriting before your own original music before, or is this the first time you kind of sat with other people and did it? Actually, no. And this is one of the most exciting things for me because, you know, everybody was like, uh, they were not aware that I can write music. Um, and everybody was saying, you know, it's just singing other other people's songs. And I was like, that's not true because with my band, Lords of Black, for example, in the first two albums, I did at least three, four songs. And, and and then with Michael Schenker, even, uh, we did a couple of albums together and I was always writing music with him, you know? So, and actually one of the albums we wrote together, there is just one song uh, and they took the song as a single and it was so uh, successful that it brings Michael back on the charts in Germany That's that awesome. didn't happen in that many years, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, what I want to say to that is where it's confusing is and it's a hard time for you. And I have a stupid knowledge of music. I'm, I pay attention to things like who writes songs and everything, but like you, you're in a lot of bands. So it's for me. And it's like when you go to Spotify and things like the songs aren't right, the albums aren't right, not just Spotify, iTunes, anywhere. It's all online now. You really have to go yeah. deep and, and, and to know who wrote what and who's getting credit for what like that. It's hard unless you're known as being like, this is your album. So or you're you're you're. you're really got to be put out there known as a singer songwriter nowadays yeah. to really get credit for it because honestly yeah you, you're in a bunch of bands i i didn't even know every band I, all the music of every band you were in you know what i'm saying no, not even me <laughs> so so to me first it's awesome as a musician to, to do that because i'm going back i'm really excited because i'll be like all right when i get i've heard all this album i can go back to another band he's in 
you know, so that's great. But but yeah. but for uh, um, normal people to consume music, that's more music than most people consume. Yeah. So so to learn this, this is really going to be your keystone. This is got to be a uh, liberating as a songwriter because it's you knocked it out of the park. I mean, there's no doubt who's writing good songs and how and how powerful it is in this album. There's no questions after this. This is just you know your ground zero yeah. where. Yeah, as I told you, I was I was getting uh, I was feeling a little bit underrated in that in that way because you know uh, the people was like I was just singing other people's song and I was like uh, I the, I mean I'm a very respectful musician also when I work with other people and I try to not to step in too much on the songwriting process when I know that there is a there is a strong uh, already recognized personality on that musician. You for sang example, with Richie Blackmore and Michael Schenker. You're not just a singer. <laughs> just singers don't sing with them. I mean, you got it going on. When we, yeah, when we did the last album with Michael last year, they sent me 10 songs to write the lyrics and the vocal lines. And I talked to the producer and I say, I'm, I'm, I'm up to do a couple of songs, but I don't think that I should do every song because it's not going to sound like Michael Schenker, you know? Yeah. Because I come from a different background, so I try to respect that, and that's why normally the people they don't see me on the songwriting process too much. But I always try to, you know, put my inputs on yeah. on the record. You know, because you stuff. never know. Because sometimes someone have a, a verse or something, and they, for fairness, yeah. they give credit to this. You don't know. You figure, well, if it's Michael Schneider record, you know, or whoever it is, it's really their decision. And everything, and you're just, and it's, you know, just crafting that. But to write your own thing and be charged your own project, that's really your songwriting. You're not crafting to yep. somebody else. You're not throwing something in. It's it's your name on the door, like a business, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's why I'm so happy with this because it's when when the people ask me, so how is it gonna be? So how is it gonna sound? Is is Ronnie Romero? You know, it's it's exactly that. When when I heard, and I, I obviously a fan of rock and metal. I mean, so you have popped up on a lot of things I've heard. I've always dug you, and then of course. Um, and all the other stuff you did, and, and Michael and everything. But to me, like when you did Elegant Weapons, I was like, all right, now I'm feeling it. Now he's coming out. Now something's happening. Because that was an original project. You were with other established peers. It wasn't like you were like a hired, high end performer with, that was that they needed to do the job. You were up to the point where you were a, the peers now. So, it was, to me, was, you're probably, the peers. Yeah, probably the main, the main thing that attracted me from Elegant Weapons because when Richie, when Richie calls me to, to talk to talk about this and and the album we was recorded already i think it with a different singer and mm -hmm. and I, I think it didn't work and then they were looking for another some some somebody else and uh and then i listened to the songs and uh since it was totally out of my comfort zone because it's not a typical project that i normally no. involve you know it's not just a typical heavy metal or hard rock thing it's, it has a lot of different elements oh, yeah. so i say gonna try and i can you know i can be myself and, and put my input on on the on the performance and and it works really well because as you say you can listen what i can do uh in different dynamics was it you know? more metal because like when i heard it like I, and I was like oh this is excellent i didn't put it on right away i wanted to wait until i could sit down and listen to the whole thing because it was one of those albums i'm like oh it's gonna be good like you know what i mean and when <laughs> i heard it i was actually thinking it was gonna be like a little bit more metal not not metal but i was expecting to be like probably different and, and when I heard it, I was like, there's a lot of other elements in this one. And I was pleasantly Absolutely. surprised I didn't just put it on in passing and half listen to it. Because I've been like, what is this? Like, I, I put time <laughs> aside to, to, to listen to the music. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a pleasant yeah. surprise. And I think I like that. Was it, did you change it a little bit when you came in? Because it was 
all the variations or was it just wasn't working and Richie knew it wasn't working and wanted somebody that could add all the different flavors now to the, it. The, the, the greatest thing with that album is they send me the songs and Andy Sneep, the producer, and also Richie, they told me, okay, you go to the studio, you do your stuff. And then I was sending the tracks back for every day, a couple of songs or three songs. And there was no zero corrections. There was nothing like the producer told me, you need to go to the studio again and do and do something else or change this or change that. Probably there were a couple of things just, just because of my accent, you know, so it's not mm -hmm. that British like, but besides that uh there was no corrections at all so it was it was so smooth and it was so easy to work on the songs and i you know i could put my 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 own personality on them so it, it was it was great to be in the u.s anyways accent sounds cool to me just so you know that right now <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in our country has an accent. Anybody from any other country has an accent. I'm like, that sounds so much, so much cooler. <laughs> but yeah, well, but, consider that when I met the first time in 2015, Richie Blackmore, I didn't talk English at all. So, so that first meeting was so awkward. <laughs> oh, I bet it was. was huh? And I was trying to, I was trying to understand what he, what he was saying, and then I didn't talk English, but nothing. There was zero English at the time, so wow. I just learned. And you said something once a while back. It's funny now. You had met somebody and they hadn't seen you. So actually, since you started singing it, Richie, so and here's the thing: you had super short hair and you weren't really speaking much English. Now, and it wasn't. It hasn't that yeah. big a time frame if you think about it. You've got crazy rock and roll hair. Your English is excellent. Like it's really, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like so, when people see you, it's like a different person. And you're like, you know what I mean? And you mentioned that somebody didn't <laughs> catch you at first, like because you looked so different and you were interacting yeah. differently. Yeah. And that's pretty funny. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, writing and singing in English. Challenge? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, you know, but, uh, you know, I learned I learned English in the best way possible. It was just listening and talking with everybody, you know. Um, I didn't I didn't take any lessons or teachers or anything. I would just, I went there on tour with all the crew and I was talking with everybody all the time. I was, I, probably the, it was very, very, uh, uh, awkward for them, you know, because I was there all the time asking and talking, even with the, you know, the monitor guy, when the, with the yeah. sound guy, it was just standing there listening and talking, you know, so I can, I can learn very fast. So that's probably uh, when, as you mentioned before, it was funny because you mentioned about that. I can sing mostly everything and the yeah. different style singers and all this stuff. And I was talking about this with Richie like uh, four or five years ago. And, and I say probably my, my real talent is not to be a great singer, but I can impersonate like, anything like that. A mimic? I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a rock and roll just... parrot? No, because you embellish it, and I mean embellish it in a good way. You put your own flavor into it. You know, is it's you. And I think hearing you on, on guest parts on the albums, you know, I'd catch it. But it, once you started doing more solid things, it was very easy to see the pattern of who you were. Like you are your own singer. You know, with, who you're singing. And I think now I can't unhear you as the solo album singing other stuff now. I'll hear you. Uh, so to me now, it's you doing the inflections of other artists in that style. But this solo album to me feels like that's your voice. You know, not yeah. just the sound of your voice. That's your inner voice. That's who you are. Yeah, you know what I mean, like your soul. I mean, and I think, but, and to the songwriting thing, it's interesting because like to, to, to write in English, like, because obviously a lot of artists when they first start out, they're not, they don't always write in English or they translate it 
Well, they don't think in English, so they have to think about the song and then they have to retranslate it back, you know, to think another language, yeah. to write another language. Did you just learn everything to the point yeah. where you're like, you're just so fluent now you think in English too? Or do you, do you still have that? Yeah, I can absolutely do that. It's, 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 for me, it's actually, it's, uh, for me, it's very easy in that way. It's better, it's better for me and easier to write music in English and to sing in English that with some, because some, a couple of times, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I needed to, there was a good friend of mine, uh, a great singer, and he was doing an album and he, he talked to me and he said, listen, I want to make one of my songs like a Spanish version for the Spanish market. So you can, if you can help me, you know, like to translate and adapt the song yeah. in Spanish. And I was like, yeah, great. And it took me like three weeks just to, just to make the song in Spanish. It was so complicated, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, for me, it's in English right now. It's very easy to do it. Well, and I say that as a compliment. I don't want to overfocus on it, but to me, it's very like I talk to a lot of bands and, and like, different types. And one of the things that's always impressive to me is being able to sing in English to come from another country, translate it into a great English influenced album that is good as anybody from the same country. It's fantastic. <laughs> I don't see a lot of artists that I talk to, and it's not a dig. It's one language is hard enough. Like I, I can barely do my language, barely speak fine English. <laughs> <laughs> so I respect anybody that's two languages, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think I took French, uh, French level one, like three times. <laughs> no, like, but so to me, to be able to do it, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people over in Europe or, or in, in Spain or South America, wherever, and they have these albums that are so great. Like, it's not even their language. And they're not only just yeah. writing a good rock album, they're learning to write it in another language on top of that, which is bananas oh, if you think about it. So to me, <laughs> You know, when, when I hear an album like this, or I hear the other stuff, and it's like, it wasn't even your native language. And, you've, and hearing you just kind of picked it up from on tour, not everybody does that. Not everybody <laughs> can learn that. There are people, there are bands you know that still have a language challenge that have been doing this yeah. for 30 years. You know, I've talked to them, and it's still, it doesn't, it's not natural for everybody. You yeah. know, so it, it's yeah. great that you did. The album players, how did you pick out this band to, to, to put it together and the songwriting and stuff? Basically, basically, a bunch of friends uh, with the, with the drummer uh, Andy. Um, I've I've been working with him for the last probably seven years uh, in 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 another band, Lorsa Black, and he quit. And and but you know I, I I know Andy, and and he's he's not only a drummer; he's a great musician. You know, he can he can write music and he can play the piano and great great melodies. And so for me, it was pretty clear that I wanted to work with them because, you know, he's a, he's a great musician and it's pretty smooth to work with him. Then the the, um, the uh, guitar player, Jose, is the same thing. We, we did an album together like 10 or 12 years ago, and it was pretty successful in Spain. So, and, and he's, you know, he's a great guitar player, he's very versatile, so he can play different styles. And and I really wanted to 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 have him on, on the band. The the keyboard player is the same thing. He's a friend of mine. He was the keyboard player in the first band I had in Spain back to 2009 so you know it's it's people that i trust it's people that i know since many years mm -hmm. and that make uh writing process more fluid and more organic you know so and the other very important thing for us it was to meet in person to write and to record the album that it's something like doesn't happen sadly it doesn't happen very often no. uh in in the business no sometimes you have you need to record an album and the guitar players in Sweden and the other guys in Italy. And then, you know, then just you, you're sending the, the tracks 
or by email and that's it you know and there's no um there's no dynamic on the on the album that's why i didn't want you to have this like a flat uh sound on or, or songwriting uh songs it's like it was like uh i really want to go back in time and like the bands on the 70s and the 80s they did be all together you know like a brainstorming the the ideas and writing and then going to the studio to record the demos and work on the demos and go back to the studio to record the proper songs and 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 i think that makes the difference nowadays on the on the quality of of, of it the feels records. like a band and i've noticed a bunch of bands lately it's been great to hear because there was a time when you hear a lot of um some labels and i'm not making a dig but some labels get these great projects they put a bunch of artists together and they create an album or one off whatever and it's fantastic but it does sound like it has an influence that leads towards whichever artist wrote it whatever it's like, what does this artist sound like with this guitar player? And it kind of quest, you know, quenches your thirst. This feels yeah. like it's been a band for a while. This doesn't feel like it's the Ryan Romero project. It feels like this band has been gigging, you know. And, I've, and there's been a couple of bands that have done it lately. And I'm like, I'm really surprised, but but pleasantly surprised to hear this. I like to feel that that's kind of what's happening now in music. And I think you're in an interesting spot because, well, because you have elegant weapons that you can do when between Richie's thing, you're doing your own solo thing. So you have something, you have more than one, you know, fire in the eye, uh, tie, you know, yeah. uh, and the fire. But you also, because it's your project, you have the flexibility that other band members over the years can come in and out and it's still going to be your band. You know, you may have a different guitar player. You may have two guitar players. It may, someone may take a year off for maternity. You know what I'm saying? A lot of performers now have like 20 yeah. people that rotate different times and they come in it's like a friend yeah. but it's like a friend type situation almost oh you're doing this tour you're doing this one yeah. but it still will stay your name and i think that's yeah, putting I mean, you in a good spot for your future yeah for me it's more important at least you have this uh this two or three people in the band that they're always the same because this, that's the personality well, i think of it's the great band, if you can no always matter. do that but the real the world name. is <laughs> yeah, things no. change sometimes your favorite musician just says I can't I got family commitments or someone got sick you know what I mean those are the yeah. things that change and you're, uh, you're the one you're in control of your destiny now by, by being your name yeah. those, I'm saying yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah but that, that was great also from from the record label they give me the uh, freedom to do it because you know Frontiers is the kind of record label that they put all those side projects with yes, different that's exactly what I meant. I didn't want to mention because I didn't want to see those negative. It's not because great. I also I listen to a lot of their albums and they're they're fantastic. It's just Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. I did it with the Ferryman, I did yeah. it with the Sunstorm and all this stuff, which is great. But this time, because it's gonna be my album, I talk to them and I say, Listen, I wanna do everything by myself. I wanna be in charge of everything because not because it's a bad thing, but I don't want to sound like other Right. Frontiers releases, and that—that's what—that's right. what it sounds like. It sounds like you were just—it was an organic sound that you grew about, and it is fun, like I said, to hear the the other albums by Frontiers or or, or other labels do the mixes because it's it's interesting. As a rock fan, it's fun to have your two favorite musicians, you know, your favorite singer and your favorite guitarist make an album together. You're like, what's that going to sound like? But I'm yeah. also a bigger fan of bands, so if I don't keep listening to something over and over again. I like a band, and it is better if the artist, if the, if the band can grow together. If you can keep the band together, I, yeah, I, I mean, agree with you. it would be better for you. I mean, but part of for me is part of the process of to 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 develop a band. You know, to to have some mistakes. I mean, there was the first time for me to be involved in the production side, on the mixing and the mastering. I didn't know probably. I mean, only the five percent that Andy, for really? example, who took 
get of everything. So for me, it was a learning process. And uh, and then probably the sound of the album overall is not the perfect sound of like at the top sound like other bands, but at least it's it's my personality on it. And uh, and and probably the second album we're gonna do is gonna be it's gonna sound better. But because we I went, it sounds through... great. I, I I don't want to. I, I didn't tell you. I, I don't want people to be thrown off by that. Actually, it sounds good. I don't think it sounds like you were doing your best, like like a school project. It yeah. sounds good, you know. Yeah. It is a great sound engineer also. So uh, the most of the things were, you know, I was, I, I was, you know, putting my, you know, maybe this, maybe that, some listening, a lot of different versions of the songs and all this stuff. But, but uh, the most of the final sounds is, is because of Andy. Um, but I was learning, I was learning. And for me, it was very fun and, and to, something to feel very proud also, because it's, it's a hundred percent, uh, how I wanted to have this to happen, you know, like even the artwork and 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 and, and everything is just because I wanted that way. What is the plans now for touring and videos and? Well, um, yeah, we did, we released two singles already. We still mm -hmm. have to release uh, the last single, which is going to be released together with the album on September fifteenth. Um, but then there was a song. Uh, it was not planning to make a video, but the song it turns something really cool, and uh, and and I talked to the record label and say, listen, I love this song, and I think it deserves to have a video clip. So, so uh, we did an extra video clip, which is going to be released in a couple of months. Uh, it's a bluesy song. It's a little bit different from the rest of the songs. It's more like more more blues oriented. But uh, uh, so yeah, we're gonna have four video clips at, at the end. And and then for the touring, uh, we are planning uh, to go on tour, mostly the first half of of twenty twenty four entirely. Like we're gonna start in January, and we're not gonna stop until August. So Play so it's gonna can. be Europe, part of the you know January, February, April is gonna be Europe. But then we are going to Central and South America. We're going to Japan. We're going to Scandinavia. We're gonna play a lot of summer festivals, and and we're getting to that point that probably we're gonna, we're gonna end up uh, being busy the most of the of the year supporting the supporting the album. So, two questions with that is: A, are you gonna try doing yourself and like medium sized, smaller, like starting out venues as as headlining yourself with a opening local band, or are you gonna and obviously festivals you want to get on and stuff, uh, or are you gonna try uh, catching on as an opening act with a bigger band? Yeah, how we started now? No, I mean uh, the thing is, I'm doing everything by myself mostly. I mean, I have the cap, I have, I have the help of a couple of good friends of mine. They are booking agents, and they help me. But the most of the things I wanna, I wanna have the final word on everything and how it's gonna happen. And for me, it's okay. You know, I, I did, I did big arenas and stadiums and big tours and all this stuff. Everything is cool, but I really wanna go back to the basis you know and then and and, right, and that, and that yeah we're gonna we're gonna for example we're gonna start in january we have 14 dates in germany mostly medium-sized clubs and we have we have a support band from uk who's gonna make all the tour with us uh, and in a couple of venues there is a couple of local bands also but the mm -hmm. most of the tour is going to be us and this support band from uk and uh, and and you know, like a mid-sized venues for 500, 800 people. I think it, that is usually the 
a great long-term plan with a band because the fans are coming in early. They get to see you at growth. The fans like your 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 parts. You just come out the gate. You're just doing big things. You're it's almost like a weird level. You're, you know what I mean? You saw them over for this band. Next, you know they're this level, and they never got to see you in a club. They never got yeah. to see you. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Want to go the other way around when you 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 just release an album and you get this lot with uh, supporting a big band and you play stadiums right. in the ring. I don't I don't want to do that because if you do that and you play I don't know thirty shows in with the Scorpions playing just big arenas and then you need to go back to play clubs. It's it's gonna be really sad. <laughs> so well, you I wanna, might not have I the same audience because people might out. be doing it just for the Scorpions. You don't know what the, you don't know what your audience is until you bring your own draw in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there. yeah, I I I prefer to be more realistic, and I really want you the people to know the band. So I'm going from 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 the bottom, and then see what happens. If the people like it, for sure it's gonna have it's gonna happen that somebody a, a bigger agent is gonna come and gonna offer something, right. and you know that's gonna be cool. Uh, but uh, I'm not in a hurry for that to happen, anyways. You know, so uh, so I really want to go. In the way that a band's supposed to go from the beginning, like when I was 18, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, how are you going to do your song list? I mean, A, you could do the entire uh, album, or you, you have a, you've, done, you've done a lot of other stuff too, or people that don't want to come in, do you feel like you have to do, you have to end the set with a Blackmore song or an elegant, you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like some people might want to hear one or two of the other stuff that you, you're known for? Yeah, I mean, because. Album? Like, how are you going to do that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in, the, in, the, in the safety zone anymore. You know, <laughs> I'm not just going to a place and, you know, it's not my name on, on it. It's, it's, uh, I'm not singing my songs. Uh, it's going to be full because, you know, it's this other person who is bringing all the audience. Yeah. Uh, really, it, it turns, uh, I mean, it's great, but after some years, it turns into something really um, boring, let's say, in the good sense. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, but this is not, it's, it's, it's not what I want. It's not me. They're not coming to see me. They're coming right. because of this. So I really want to go in that way that, you know, I go to clubs and if there's 300 people, 500 people, 100 people, it's going to be cool because those 100 guys, they're coming to see my band yeah. and my music. And as, I think for me, that has more value than anything else. But once again, are you going to attach to throw some other songs in or are you going to just do your original stuff? I mean, because like again, some bands have done it either way. We're going to do something because, you know, it's just one album and uh, so it's like 10 songs and probably not all the songs are good to play live. So probably going to play eight of the 10 and then we will, we will do some, some covers. Why not? I mean, I need to figure it out what to do yet, but I mean, there's going to be rainbow for sure. There's going to be a couple of rainbow songs, of course, because I played in rainbow and right. probably the people, that but uh also we will try to surprise the people as we did with the covers album and then to bring something like that they don't expect which i think would be a lot of fun actually i think it'd be even more fun i mean i think it's hard because you you want to show yourself obviously you want to show respect to rainbow because that's where you get your, some of your fans from but as you grow you want to not be stuck as being the guy who still leans feel like you're still leaning into it you know what i mean like you're like all right i'm established yeah. on this tour we have two albums out now i still like doing covers but maybe something different because I don't want to be known as the rainbow guy because I love rainbow, but I'm also, I also have a band here now. You know what I mean? It's, it's like finding the balance between the fans yeah. and your, your own creativity, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say, you know, I want to thank you for being the show. I, I do want to add one thing. I always think it's weird. You were saying with the videos that I noticed a trend 
is, I mean, because videos aren't as big as they used to be. Like when we were younger, it would be like on on TV, you know, music channels, and they but and videos would come out. It would yeah. help the length of an album because they put them out. Now a lot of uh, videos, you get two or three album videos out before the album's out, and then nothing. And it's weird because then it almost feels like people forget about the album because there's no more videos and the album's out then. Like it already feels like it's like, well, there's a build up and there's like a week that it's big, and then yeah, it's not like oh. It's Two months later, there's another album, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's right. There's an album by this artist because you're still churning it." Yeah, that's uh, that. How is it? How is it works right now? It's it's a little bit. Um, I still don't don't get it, and and it's really sad because I grew up on the '80s and the '90s, where you know, as you say, you have the MTV, yeah. for example. You were waiting for that video clip to come out, and and then you were waiting every day because you knew at what time they were putting the video on television, and then yeah, and then exactly one. It was one in the morning and then one again in the evening. So you were waiting for that. And nowadays it's like a show and you need to put the album out even before the release. You know, it's like you need to put a lot of singles and the uh, the artwork cover and the track list. And so there is no surprise that when the album is released, there's no surprise at all. And that was one of the the most uh, exciting things I remember when I was, when I was a kid, a teenager. Yeah. And, and I was going to the record store to buy an album. I was waiting to get back to my room, open it, and to see what is inside. And that doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. And I think it's not to sound old-fashioned. I do, I think that was one of the special things about the buildup of the album, because an album is songwriting. It's the it's the, it's the packaging. Now it's streaming, so you can't read who did the lyrics because something is wrong, or it's a similar band title. And all the all the different albums get mixed together in one band when it's really like two different bands, like on, on streaming or. You know, it's 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 the whole it's the video that goes to the album, and and I mean you can still release it on Vimo and YouTube on your own subscriber channels for 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 your channel or for other artists and people and your fans can follow you that way, and I think I still think that would be a more exciting medium to the fans at least. You know, a live a live track here. We're on tour now. We're gonna send another video out. Hey, we're still doing the album. Check it out. Come see it. Pick it up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it shows a little more that that you're still out there doing it than like. You just kind of shoot it out there and then it's not yeah. out of mind. You know, and that's just everyone does that. It's not, it's not just this album. It's like every every album. And I, I see this and I'm like, I don't get it. Cause then there's a lot going on. And if you're not putting stuff out to remind people you're trying to promote this album you're on tour with, how's anybody even yeah. gonna know? They're gonna forget. Yeah. Well, I try to do that very uh, I'm I'm pretty active on the social, especially Instagram and Facebook. Uh yeah. so obviously but it's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of work. You need to be you need to be really, really active, uh, you know, to to get the attention of of the fans. But uh, it's exhausting. I, I, I yeah, you know, my I, show. If, if I didn't have to, if I could just talk to you and other people, I just like get done and put it out there, and I have to do the, any of the socials, I'd be happy. But to actually put the energy into the socials is the worst part. It's yeah, like an absolutely. anchor around your neck. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You 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 ended up like uh, like a way like a thinking on. Oh, I did. I did the posting this morning. Oh, I know. I need to wait until twelve p.m. because it's a very, it's a better uh, audience, it's a better rating yes. or whatever it is. It's like, a, oh, it's a very exhausting. Exhausting. And sometimes I, you know, since I travel a lot, um, uh, sometimes there is some weekends that I, you know, I just want to spend time with my wife and with my dogs and, you know, walking because we live in a very nice area here in Bucharest in the forest and. And I don't have time for that, you know, because <laughs> I need to be posting all the time. And it's always up something on. You should be able right? to put your phone away. You should be able to put your phone away. I know a lot of artists that just vanish for a while. And I think that's brilliant. I love that. My wife in, in a different area, she has the same problem because she's a doctor. 
and she wo- she worked with kids. And the, most of the times, all the parents there, you know, texting yeah. her because something. And <laughs> so we just decide on the weekends to put the phones out and then enjoy life because it's the only time we have together on the week. <laughs> I think it's important you do that. If you can't, and this is just more of a message for everybody, you know, it'll send out a good thought. Put your phones away. If you can't enjoy yourselves, whether it's your own quiet brain, your pets, your spouse, your friends, your kids, whoever, if you can't recharge yeah. yourself, you've got nothing for anybody else. Yeah. You know? That's true. Um, I want to thank you, man. It's been great. Um, people, the yeah. album comes out 15th. Uh, too Many Lives, Too Many Masters. It's heavy. It's so heavy. So take your vitamins. <laughs> it's a heavy album. <laughs> it's, it's great. It, 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 it was it's a good it, album, though. <laughs> Links as usual are underneath the podcast, underneath YouTube, and people click on and go check out your stuff. Yeah.